the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. But this is not Seth Liebson. No, it's uh, the recovering congressman and erstwhile Channel 10 sports anchor. But that was, uh, well, (laughs) that's more years ago than I would care to count. It's the recovering congressman, J.D. Hayworth, back behind the mic here at AM 960, the Patriot KKNT. Have no fear, Seth will return if you're scoring at home. It was just eight days ago, Flag Day, when you and I had the chance to spend some time together. And we will do so this afternoon. The number to call, 602-508-0960 at 960 The Patriot. Uh, You know, it's very interesting what happens to different media, and especially this medium of radio. Because you may have heard all this hoo-ha about podcasts, and maybe you're an affectionado. And look, I don't, I don't uh, in any way disparage podcasts, but I think a lot of the buzz is, well, I'm a little skeptical. But I can report to you about the power of radio. After last Monday's visit with you here behind this microphone, on Friday... I had occasion to pull into a, a, a huge shopping establishment with a vast parking lot and all sorts of stuff. Okay, I'll turn over all the cards. It was Costco. And as things happened, on one side of me, getting out of the car, visiting with some very nice people, and uh, the gentleman of the couple says, hey, wait a minute, that's a familiar voice. Is that you, J.D.? I, I guess my looks are a little different now. but And I was listening to you Monday. And that was kind of nice. And then coming out, another gentleman pulled up. And the same thing happened. And in between, <laughs> since this is Tuesday, we're going to have a little TV trivia. But in between, in the store, one of the associates says, hey, you you must hear this all the time. And it's one of those deals where I go, well, yeah, hi, and I introduce myself. And um, it's cool, the guy didn't associate me with public office or television or anything. He just said, man, do do you know who you look like? I said, well, um, No, he said, you look like Adam West. You know, when he didn't have on the Batman cowl. Now, I got to tell you, that kind of, um, (laughs) that I was taken aback in a pleasant way. Because lo, those many years ago, as a cherubic-cheeked, a full-figured, robust guy... Uh, When I started at Channel 10, 
I was introduced by one of my fellow sportscasters as, uh, you know, a dead ringer for Dan Blocker, but with hair. In fact, the first words I ever uttered on Channel 10 uh, was a line Dan Blocker used from uh, an episode where he befriended young Billy, and yet young Billy's dad was on the wrong side of the law. And so old uh, Haas might have had some upholstery on his frame, but he was pretty quick with the draw. Actual line from the show. I'm terrible sorry, Billy. I didn't mean to kill you, Paul. <laughs> okay. It, it, it's apropos of nothing, but it's kind of a stream of consciousness. And, uh, you know, broadcasters, we, we deal with um, this kind of obligatory alliteration. Thus... TV Trivia Tuesday. And yes, question number one, which will come in about 30 minutes, if you want to keep track of such things, uh, will deal with Batman in order, in, in honor of that guy who had the very keen eye and told me I, I look like Adam West back in the day. Now, Adam, of course, belongs to the ages. But, you know, he stayed active. I, I think he was close to 90 when, as Paul Harvey would say, he took a detour from here to hereafter. And he was still voicing stuff uh, and still doing different guest roles. But that was kind of neat. Now, when I had occasion in Washington to meet Julie Newmar, it was Pets Night on Capitol Hill. See, all the different industries come in to, even though it's located on the East Coast, the United States Capitol kind of becomes a crossroads for so many things. And so all the industries associated with pets, that's your pet food, that's your pet collar, that's your pet brush, that's your uh, doggy's sleeping bed, all of the different vendors showed up in the, uh, in the uh, Cannon Caucus Room. And there were some uh, <laughs> there were some copyright difficulties for Julie Newmar. Uh, so she and of course the years had passed, and she still had almost an hourglass figure. Uh, but but she she did not have the the Catwoman outfit on, but she had a little pair of ears. And so I, I say to her, well. Welcome to Washington, Miss Newmar. Are you having a good time? And with that kind of sultry voice, which I won't even try to... Well, I guess I... Oh, yes, Congressman. <laughs> that kind of sounds like Milton Berle when he would dress up on the show in drag. Anyway, uh, she's... Oh, yes, Congressman. I find Washington a very hot city. Now, there, there's a little difference in the guy sitting behind the microphone now. On the back side of the big six o, and the guy who was just a few years uh, after his sixth birthday when Batman premiered back in the mid nineteen sixties, and um, it was uh, Miss Newmar was a very nice lady, but we were on different. Uh, um, our orbits were different in terms of uh, where we showed up in the time tunnel, but still just some of the people you'd run into at the Capitol. 
one day coming down uh, the Rayburn House office building, uh, JFK laid the cornerstone, but Lyndon Johnson was president. By the time that building was put into commission, I think circa 1965, and, and Lyndon's goal with the Democrats in the majority was to make sure every committee chairman and every senior Democrat had a big picture window of the United States Capitol. And so for visitors, I'd feel terrible, uh, terribly for them because there would be hallways seemingly leading to nowhere just because the emphasis was to have that view initially for the senior Democrats, later for the other guys. And I have a story there I'll tell you in just a second. But one day, I kind of know the back way around, and I'm going into one of those hallways leading to nowhere. And who do I run into but uh, the star of stage and screen, Kelly LeBrock. Remember that ad? And now that's almost 20 years old. Remember the ad? She goes, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. That, that was kind of wild. Well, hi, Kelly. How are you? And introduced myself. Or coming, uh, going up the escalator. From where we had the house gym, I was coming back from, I'm going up the escalator. Who do I meet coming down the other way? And we wave and say hi. The singer Emmy Lou Harris. So it's kind of wild in the capital of the United States because it truly becomes a crossroads, even though it is ensconced in that federal capital district. Remember, the whole deal was a portion of land from Maryland, a portion of land from Virginia to create the District of Columbia. Even though now there are designs on trying to make D.C. our 51st state, among the topics we can talk about, why that would be hazardous to a certain United States senator who ain't exactly Captain Kirk, but he has flown in space. Some of that coming up. When we come back, you probably have gotten this email, and it drives me nuts because, as President Trump would say, it's fake news. Don't believe it. It's fake news. I will tell you about that. And welcome in your calls at 602-508-0960. AM 960, The Patriot. It's J.D. for Seth. Come on back here now. Yeah, well, I guess that's me, except I'm clean and sober right now. Recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth in for Seth this afternoon. As always, the number to call 602-508-0960 at AM 960, The Patriot. You know what's great? We, We pause for the break. And President Trump, he may be off of Twitter. But when he puts out a statement, boom, it shows up in my uh, in my inbox, electronically speaking. And literally in the break, it just came down uh, three minutes ago. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. And uh, now I haven't perfected the Trump impersonation yet. I, 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 it took me a while to get George W. down. And forget Obama and Biden. Well, I'll leave that to Dana Carvey. Anyway, this is what 
President Trump just stated for the record and sent out via email. The story that I asked the Department of Justice to go after ratings challenged, and then in parentheses, without Trump, exclamation mark. Uh, The story that I asked the Department of Justice to go after ratings challenged without Trump, Saturday Night Live, and other late-night losers is total fake news. It was fabricated, there were no sources, yet the lamestream media goes with it. I did say, however, that Alec Baldwin has no talent, certainly when it comes to imitating me. The one who had what it took was Daryl Hammond. With all of that being said, however, I do believe that the 100% one-sided shows should be considered an illegal campaign contribution from the Democrat Party. Hard to believe I got 75 million votes, the most of any sitting president, despite all of that, together with a very fraudulent election. And then this very brief sentence. 2024 or before exclamation mark. Next hour. Speaking of fake news, next hour, we're going to drill down. We're going to go in depth with uh, CNN uh, creating. I used to say CNN stood for um, (laughs) what conservatives. No, never. Some would say the China News Network, but we will simply say creating negative narratives, and we will drill down with some hoo-ha that occurred uh, between uh, the silver-haired, poor little rich guy, uh, Anderson Cooper, and the, uh, the different kind of blue hair. Maybe it's purple hair. The uh, Democrat Secretary of State... Smoking corn cobs, Katie Hobbs, they had a little thing on the air, was it last night or the night before? But we're going to drill down on that 100% fake news. That is next hour. Speaking of fake news, you get, you get fake emails. This was passed along to me, quite frankly, by someone who should know better, but it has been my experience that there are a lot of folks who just don't know better about this, so I, I just thought I would have to address it. Maybe this showed up in your inbox today. And first it says, this will only take one minute to read. 28th Amendment, 35 states and counting. It will take you less than a minute to read this. If you agree, please pass it on. It's an idea whose time has come to deal with this self-searching, this self-serving situation. First contention. Children of Congress members do not have to pay back their college loans. That would be the buzzer for a negative answer on a game show. This is not a game show. It's real life. That ain't true. I know because I had a daughter in college when I was serving in Congress and she had to pay back loans and ditto the kids who were in line behind her. The second contention, staffers of Congress family members are also exempt from having to pay back student loans. I think there may be a special deal on a discounted rate for staffers. See, staffers, uh, that's why they end up on K Street and running stuff, and uh, they always go, hey, we're the brains of the outfit. These people, they just got elected, but we know what's going on. 
Some would call it Revenge of the Nerds. But here's here's the next contention that is absolutely false. Members of Congress can retire at full pay after only one term. Fake news. It may not be a witch hunt. I, I, I can't get the Trump thing. I'll work on it. I'll try to stay away from it while we're... That's not correct. And let me try to just breathe deeply and just tell you the truth about this. And, and I'll be candid enough with you to say, hey, <laughs> if that were true... Uh, well, it'd, it'd be a pretty good, pretty good chunk of change, and I might not be—I might not complain about it, but it is not the case. The fact is, a member of Congress only is vested for any type of pension when they have served five years. In other words. Uh, into a third term, since there are two-year terms in the United States House of Representatives. And you may recall, and this is in no way, that I'm not playing politics on this one, but, but you just need to understand this. You may remember when, um, when Gabby Giffords returned to the House chamber. She came back after being wounded in that horrible attack. When she was doing the Congress on your corner, the kind of accelerated town hall down in Tucson, and everyone was happy to see her back, and it it, it transpired, it just transcended any type of partisan label. The reason she returned as she did, and I do not disparage her for this, but she was able to gain her health and to return when she was in her fifth year in Congress. She resigned shortly thereafter, if memory serves, and that was in in that way she qualified for a pension. But lest you think this pension allows you to construct a fur-lined swimming pool or mix the metaphor of your choice, that is inaccurate. I served in the House of Representatives for six successive terms, a total of 12 years, like going from first grade to your senior year in high school. And I just got to tell you, uh, what I receive, I sure wouldn't turn it down, but your mailman, when he or she, or your postal carrier, when they retire, they're going to have a heck of a lot more. And you probably say, well, they should, J.D. They worked harder than you did. I don't know so much about that. On the other side of news, we will return with TV Trivia on TV Trivia Tuesday. And I'll talk about some of the, is the word machinations or machinations? I'll talk about what's happening in the Senate today and why you should pay attention. For Seth, it's JD, AM 960, The Patriot. We're coming back. The Patriot, KKNT, 
Former Congressman J.D. Hayworth in for Seth this afternoon, brought back with a theme from Batman because it's TV Trivia Tuesday. And in honor of the uh, the Costco associate who said to me Friday, hey, you know, you, you look just like Adam West. Without his cowl and without that kind of tight Batman uniform, uh, which was not too flattering, I think it was the cheekbones. Anyway, uh, my question this hour, TV trivia, I think it's fairly simple, but let me just lay it out here for you. Adam West was cast as Batman, and really it kind of hurt him from getting other roles. But my question for you is this one. Who finished second to Adam West when Batman was being cast? In other words, in an alternate universe, this other handsome star... Was Batman somewhere else, alternate universe? He finished second to Adam West. Do you have an idea? All I have for you from our our, uh, treasure trove is free dinner for two at your uncle's house, provided your aunt agrees to have you over. Uh, But you will get the satisfaction of public praise if you can answer that question. Who almost became Batman? Who finished second in the contest for casting the caped crusader? How's that, huh? Number to call 602-508-0960. Here at AM 960, The Patriot. So, uh, ran uh, through a couple of fake news scenarios for you. First, uh, President Trump saying that all the hoo-ha about uh, trying to go after the late-night shows is just fake news. No sources corroborate the story. But, that you know, it's kind of funny, in a sick way, how the press always has to go after President Trump, even when he's out of office. Remember, he said, hey, when I'm out of here, you guys are going to miss me. And you've seen what happened to CNN's ratings Uh, They have absolutely tanked. In fact, they've gotten so bad that next hour, I will have for you proof of non-performance. We will get to that. I just went over something, and uh, I, I just have to state this to you again. Yes, Virginia... It is not true that members of rec- members of Congress can retire after one term at their full salary. J- just stop and think about that for a second. Were that true, if a guy had guaranteed dough, why would he ever want to serve longer than one term, or a lady, for that matter? It's not true. There's a modest pension based on service after, I think, five years, five maybe five and a half years. But again, fake news. Oh, and uh, what did I promise you? I promised you that I would tell you what's happening in the United States Senate. And, you know, it's, it's unfair to you not to give you a little snippet Since your taxpayer money goes to support this stuff, I just feel I went I went to the website NPR.com. 
And uh, I found this story, and I, I think I'll read it to you in the, um, the sleep-inducing fashion of our friends at National Public Radio. Democrats' massive election overhaul bill aimed at protecting and expanding voting rights and reforming campaign finance laws is all but guaranteed to stall in the Senate on Tuesday. It doesn't have the support to advance over a procedural hurdle that would allow the legislation to come up for debate. Starts right there with the falsehoods. Uh, Expanding voting rights? Protecting voting rights? You don't protect the vote when you allow people to commit voter fraud. You don't protect the vote when you have compulsory voting by mail and you don't know who the heck's part of the electorate. That doesn't protect voting rights. I got more to say, but you kind of knew that. And you can weigh in, too, whether it's on... Who finished second for Batman or on this story or in anything? 602-508-0960. J.D. for Seth. 960 The Patriot. Now, if I'm not mistaken, here at uh, 16 minutes before 4, I think that's another TV theme song. That is the theme to The Fall Guy, starring Lee Major. So that first line about Farrah was uh, autobiographical. You remember that? They were a man and wife for a time. Uh, But that's not one of the trivia questions on TV Trivia Tuesday. You know, it's interesting. Seth, uh, by the way, J.D. in for Seth. uh, And, um, you know, Seth painstakingly mines that music library. And it's it's interesting that, well, the, the planets align so that randomly... A theme song from a television show comes up, and I can spot it. Uh, All sorts of stuff to talk about today, but uh, I shall continue. Let me pick up the question, because you may just be getting in the car going, Oh, man, it's hot. Uh, But but here's the question that I proffered uh, almost a quarter hour ago. Adam West, as we know, was cast as Batman. The television series on ABC that uh, became a pop culture phenomenon. Kids really thought it was cool, and parents loved the campy nature of uh, Batman. And Adam West was perfect for the part. But another guy who some people... I'm really going to try to drop clues for you now. Another guy who some might think was Mr. Perfect... In fact, in another show, uh, as he smiled, there is a little twinkle off his teeth, I think almost comically induced, as in comic books or funny papers. And there was an Arizona connection. A young lady who went to Arcadia, who grew up to become a, a, a superhero in her own right on national television, he portrayed her romantic interest. Now, I've I've let the <clears throat> I've let the bat out of the uh, out of the hat, or not the cat out of the bag. Uh, calling in at six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Rich from Phoenix, you're on nine sixty. The Patriot. Who am I talking about? Who finished second for the role for Batman? Oh, could it be? It wasn't 
Frank Sinatra, <laughs> but it was. Can you imagine actually, Sinatra, old blue, you know, hey, pal. Old blue, he <laughs> was the runner-up for Joker, but the runner-up for Batman was Lyle Wagner. Absolutely, Rich. You are correct. Call your uncle and tell him he he owes you free dinner for two because that you are absolutely right. That is correct. Lyle Wagner, who actually, when he didn't get that part, he went over to Carol Burnett's show to be the announcer. But he looked so dang good, they said, we got to put this guy on the air. And, uh, and we are, we're all blessed by it. Yes, and uh, and of course we were blessed by... Uh, Colby and LaRue Carter's little girl, Linda with a Y, Linda. Carter, uh, portraying Wonder Woman as she right did uh, later. That's right, right here from Maricopa County. It went to Arcadia High School. In fact, it was so cool. You know, a lot of neat things happened to me when I moved to Arizona. But, uh, but when I was in Rotary with Linda Carter's daddy, Colby Car man, I thought I was in high cotton and but he never brought Linda to the rotary meetings. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> she had a higher calling. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, she had she had to play uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, that leads to since you're on a roll, Rich, you probably know this. The the producers of Batman put together a pilot for Wonder Woman that did not sell. But there was a made for TV movie which I think basically served for the pilot for Wonder Woman that I believe was an ABC movie of the week for absolutely nothing at all. Can you tell us who starred in that movie of the week on ABC as Wonder Woman just prior to Linda Carter taking the role in episodic television on CBS? Oh, I'm going to mess the name up, but I think it was Adrienne. No, 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 boy, that would have been Adrienne Barbeau. Oh, mercy. No, um, that was like when Fred Steiner read uh, from Time <laughs> Magazine. When, when, uh, when Fred Steiner read that day at, uh, at Rotary that Linda Carter I, I was, was getting married, they, they, he had it. He said, he said uh, Colby, I want to listen to this. Linda Carter, TV's eponymous Wonder Woman. And, you know, Adrienne Barbeau, well, that's. Variations on a theme, I guess, Rich, but uh, actually it was Kathy Lee Crosby. Was it really? But what, what right. the heck? You knew that Lyle Wagner was number two for Batman, so like I say, pal, call your uncle and say, J.D. said uh, I could come over for dinner at your house provided you and my aunt agree. So give that a try, but Rich, we are richer for having these fuel moments with you on the telephone. Good to talk to you, man, and job well done with that television trivia. Y'all have a great day. Hey, thanks. You too, brother. Hey, the sad thing is, and of course now Lyle Wagner belongs to the ages, and he was, uh, I think, um, over 90 when they did a... It's no longer there. The thing I really... I've been able to do so much as a broadcaster and as a member of Congress. But the one thing I really wanted to do was to be that guy off camera going from Television City in Hollywood. There's no more Television City. It's gone. 
because the land was so valuable, CBS could sell it, and they're turning it into a big, uh, a big housing development. But uh, they did a special, ironically starring Carol Burnett, and Jay Leno came over from NBC, 50 years of, of uh, Television City, and Lyle Wagner was on. And, you know, for some folks, as we grow up, our vocal uh, timber changes. And so Carol Burnett says to Lyle Wagner, Lyle, will you, will you take us out? And he has the script, but his voice just wasn't what it, what it had been. And I couldn't believe Jay Leno, who I understand by reputation, is, is a fairly thoughtful guy. But he goes, what happened to his voice? What happened to his voice? Hey, come on, Jay. The guy had grown up and his pipes, they weren't what they used to be. What happened to his voice? Oh, well. Uh, What's happened to Seth? Don't worry. He's going to be back. But today, you've got J.D. in for Seth. When we come back, another story of the aftermath of LBJ and the architecture in the Rayburn House office building. Don't you dare go away. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's Seth's program and uh, his bumper music. But it's J.D. Hayworth behind the microphone today, AM 960, The Patriot. Next hour, all the hoo-ha uh, that uh, is, is fake news from CNN, but we're going to get granular on a story involving Arizona. Uh, just a couple of things. In the Stream of Consciousness program, I can... Get back to all the uh, the stuff in the Senate. Oh, yeah, the um, HR, or now it's SB1, the uh, Crooked Elections and Corrupt Politicians Act. Uh, it ain't going anywhere. Every Republican, even those with a rhino hide, go, wait a minute. This is something that could really mess up elections. No, thank you. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I promised you right before the break. That uh, when we came on this afternoon, I was waxing nostalgic and historic about the way the, um, the um, let me think here, Rayburn House office building. That's right, because it was named for uh, Sam Rayburn, who had passed away a couple of years before. Uh, the Rayburn House office building, it was Lyndon Johnson's priority to make sure that every committee chair would, of course, be a Democrat back then, and every senior Democrat would have a picture window of the United States Capitol. Well, there was a guy, when I heard the lyric, uh, country gal, and that that, that music that just brought us back, I thought about my old friend, uh, the fellow who was chairman of the um, Armed Services Committee when I came to Congress because we'd won the majority. That would have been uh, Floyd Spence of South Carolina. And Floyd, let me tell you, he wasn't like Strom Thurmond. He didn't switch parties down there. He ran as a Republican in 1962, got elected to the state legislature, and round about 1970, Floyd got elected to the House of Representatives where he served with distinction. And so I remember going to Floyd's office on the fourth floor, big view of the United States Capitol, I said, Mr. Chairman, this is quite a view. He says, let me tell you, young fella, I've been waiting 25 years. I've been waiting 25 years to get this seat, to get this office right here, this spot. And he'd see stuff like when Mary would come to town, he'd say, who's this child? Who's this child? <laughs> you say, 
she got to be, honey, on a scale of 1 to 10, you're about a 17. How about that now? I guess that'd get him in trouble in Washington these days. And my mom would come, who's this child? Can't be your mama, got to be your sister. Can't be your wife, got to be your daughter. He was a great guy. Uh, 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 Faith Hill came to visit one time. Before she really hit it big, he said, that sure is a healthy country gal. I'm kind of partial to them healthy female women. The late, great Floyd Spence with that big view once he became chairman of the Armed Services Committee. When we come back next hour, how low will CNN go? Well, we'll give you a little slice of it involving Arizona. It's J.D. for Seth, and hour two is straight ahead.